one. Welcome back, everybody, to Lazy Days Podcast. I am Ryan. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. It's a great movie. Everyone should watch The Network. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic movie. Um, Go watch it now. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome hey back, guys. everybody. Thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it. Again, if you're not, I mean, if you're not joining us, I mean, you are joining us no matter what, but if you're just, if you're first time joining us, welcome. welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. Happy uh, Ostara to everyone. Um, praises to Esther, the goddess of fertility and spring. Ah. I was trying to, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about ever. You said all that. I was like, okay, Starro? Like, oh, Starra. Comic book character. Um, Starra. Yeah, and it's uh, today, uh, the day that we are recording this episode. It's bunny day. So, and, yeah. Go out and get your bunnies. In, in Animal Crossing. Yeah, in, in Animal Crossing. Zombie uh, New Horizons. Day. Zombie Jesus Day. He has risen again. Not again. For the first time. He is risen. Did he? He, he is risen. He is risen. Yeah. Did, did just, I mean, get. Yeah, I mean, that was I, the first I, I, time. I, that was the first and only time he rose. So did he die again, though? No. Uh, Where'd no, he I go? He ascended, he ascended to heaven. Oh, because then, then Jesus comes back, and when Jesus returns, that's when all the shit's going to go down. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Man, religion's weird. Well, uh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, welcome back to this, uh, episode 12 for season two. Uh, season two, y'all. And uh, today's episode um is is just kind of gonna be more of again a, a, a kind of a talk a discussion um more or less of what what represents us not just myself and taj but what represents people do people you know utilize mainly their clothing their music choices their art um i mean i, I guess, guess personality how, is good thing too how do people i guess use exterior things to uh to describe or or reflect know, uh like re themselves reveal you know like yeah. describe the type of person they are where they land uh socially uh you know etc yeah. and i think that falls in line too um nicely with kind of again what we've been talking about in the past like eight up ep five episodes maybe i would say something like that like it's it's very yeah. much in line with that because we're going to be bringing up stuff um having to do with religion you know religion yeah. is, is a one way you represent yourself um yeah, you know exactly. social status uh so yeah is, so always um so always go back and and listen to any of the episodes that we already have previously you can listen to any of them Preferably on the same place where you're already listening. So, you know, yeah. And follow us, subscribe. Unless you're a it psychopath and you want to jump around to different platforms to listen to yeah. other episodes, <laughs> and go, go ahead. Feel free to do so. Yeah. <laughs> but it helps <laughs> if you ahead. stick to, the, to your favorite. It helps if you stick to your favorite platform. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to be talking about here today. First, I mean, we obviously, 
got a lot to talk about with our, our ketchup mustard. Here. Ketchup mustard. Uh, so we're going to get in here to some swampy materials here. Uh, yeah. And no pun intended, because it, it has a connection to Florida. That's my little, that's my inside pun. Oh, is uh, that the... <laughs> Is that the connection? It was an insider pun, yeah. I thought you were um, like, drain the swamp. <laughs> you know, that too, yeah. It has a double entendre. <laughs> it's double meaning. The, um, there you guys go. So if, if you guys are unaware of um, Republican Representative Matt Gantz. Gantz. He's a Republican representative um, of Florida. And of course, <laughs> of course, of Florida, um, Florida. Now he's being investigated uh, for having sexual relations with a 17 year old. Um, mm. <clears throat> now, what's very interesting with this is, is I kind of just got this when we were uh, combing over the article here that we're going to be just kind of referring to, uh, if anything, for just accuracy purposes. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that it's full-on sex trafficking that he is in connection with. Uh, not just relations uh, with a 17-year-old, with a minor, uh, with a child. Yeah, full-on sex trafficking connections. Ain't that, ain't that strange? Uh, these, there we go again with another uh, upper-class white man who's running the country who's helping run the country and shape the country and the laws uh is involved mm -hmm. in something like this what a surprise what a surprise yeah doesn't surprise me and also you know again so, so the interesting thing again his connection um to so so why he's being investigated for this he's stating it's extortion he's stating that this yeah. is something that people are trying to uh, make this up for $25 million or something that they contacted him stating that uh, they can make the story go away if he does this, this, and that. Um, this is his claims. He has no recordings, nothing like that. He says he does, but there's nothing that's been shown or yeah, released. Nothing. Everything, yeah. Um, and keep in mind, everything's still alleged. So, <laughs> so we make yes. that clear. <clears throat> However, what I do want to point out on that part of it is he, it is alleged. Um, it is alleged he is being investigated. The reason he is being investigated is because not just because they randomly picked straws and chose him to yeah. investigate. He actually has relations with an official, a local official uh, by the name of Joel Greenberg, who was indicted last summer on an array of charges, including sex trafficking of a child and financially mm. supporting people in exchange for success, uh, for sex, uh, at least one of whom was an underage girl. Okay. So this is, it's not, again, they didn't just pick Matt Getz yeah, out, of, runs, out of a hat. This runs much deeper than... Than just uh, this man, just than just uh, gets, um, yes, Gates, Definitely. whatever. Uh, and it's like they're not clearly there are more people involved. You know what I mean? So that's why it's like, um, he's just the one who's getting thrown to the wolves just to uh, keep the larger, the larger issue uh, 
covered up so not everyone don't get busted you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah well these um, two individuals the themselves one... both went to the white house by the way they visited uh the white house and trump uh back in 2019 both of them is is gets the gates or whatever is he the one who they were saying on the on like in in congress like on the floor he would show other people like pictures of uh, women he sleeps with uh with yeah. tell story sex sex venture stories and yes. brag about oh wow is he married? yes he is the one um he's only 38 years old yeah real bright future for his career yeah i i i don't know if he's married that's a good question uh, uh that's never really been brought up i i mean that i've, probably that I've seen or noticed um probably <clears throat> yeah probably not otherwise i feel like that would be a bigger issue if he was, I feel like that would be kind of a more primary thing. And they would be asked, you know, we would be look, we'd be seeing a lot more um, quotes from his family if he was married, I feel like. Yeah, he's not married. I'm checking it. He's not married. Um, but it's a very... Oh, he's, he's domestic partner, Ginger Luckley, engaged. Hmm. Well, Ginger Lucky. Ginger Lucky. Not very lucky there, huh? <laughs> lucky with an E-Y. Gets you lucky. Um, <laughs> it's, it, again, just, 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 as a, just as a little tidbit about Matt. He is a staunch vocal supporter. I love using that word when it comes to Republicans. Staunch. I feel like staunch is like such a good <laughs> word to be using. He is a, a very vocal supporter of uh, President Trump. But it's not just yeah. me liking to use it. This article says he is served staunch. as one of Mr. Trump's staunchest defenders and enablers uh, with a theatrical flair. So he's, mm -hmm. the, he's the one, if you don't remember, wore a gas mask during uh, the uh, congressional hearing or congress, uh, Congress, uh, you know, getting together to fucking act like he was. Wow. Yeah, making oh, yeah, a big that, deal I, about I remember the mask. that. I remember that. What um, a loser. Yeah, that's him. That's that guy. That's Beavis or Butthead. Yeah, whoever the fuck he is. He's Butthead. Beavis, yeah, Butthead. He's Butthead. Um, yeah. Again, he's 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 being heavily investigated with having to do with fucking sex trafficking. And I mean, I it's it's wild because yeah. Um, I love seeing both sides of these things, but when. Not love, because I guess is again, this is a very sad situation, but it's very interesting to see the juxtaposition with the how how now Republicans are handling an accusation like this when more recently it's been um democratic officials uh being involved with accusations like this are necessarily targeted are targeted yeah for 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 these kinds of stories coming out or yeah. you know sex trafficking or and, with minors and things like that and it's yeah. they're handling it so light-footedly and it's of it's course. very interesting because it's like i feel like if it was anybody else they'd be like they need to, he needs to be resigned immediately because in that como yeah. what happened to andrew cuomo yeah exactly i mean um isn't and we were just talking about it uh ryan and myself as it's the same with uh the QAnon people who heavily support uh, Matt Gates um, yes. are now trying to defend him. 
by saying, oh, you you need more proof. Don't listen to what you, everything you hear on the Internet. And it's like, um, isn't that what your whole thing is founded on is coming up with these conspiracy theories, these ridiculous conspiracy theories and just touting it as if it's truth and everyone else is the idiot for not believing. I just don't it's get hilarious. how you could how you could believe in something like Pizzagate. Yeah. And not think that that this this is kind of one of the same. Uh cuz again, I think the whole thing with Pizzagate is that it connected to the Clintons and Obama. That was a yeah. huge uh uh like piece of the Pizzagate thing is that it was it was connected uh to <laughs> the left. And um this is not a conspiracy. This is something where he is being investigated through ties with these people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like not being taken as serious. It's like as as Pizzagate was, which is like Pizzagate was just, oh, they're using code words for this, this, and that, which I'm not doubting. I'm not saying anything against that because I think there's so many elements of Pizzagate that is very intriguing as far yeah. as that the verbiage goes and all that, you know, the conversations that went down with that. But this is one and the same. Treat it one and the same. Yeah, it's still waiting for the Maxwell. She got charged Elaine too. Max- that was another thing. She actually got charged with um uh uh she got charged with something recently here. Let me look this up here because I know she, she got charged with something recently. She hasn't spilled any beans though, has she? No, not that I know of. Of course, because we would have heard about it, or she'd be dead. Yeah, so she was actually charged with uh, sex trafficking of a 14-year-old girl. So she's actually being charged now for that as well, as there has been evidence that have surfaced that she has uh, been actually involved firsthand herself um, with this. So, you know, these are becoming more serious charges being put on her. Hopefully that will pressure her to say more, release more, you know, however that goes, but... Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if she's found dead somewhere, or, or unalive, unalive, whatever they call them. I'm sure she's she's gonna be cushy, whatever facility she's held at, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. You know, like she's yeah, she's not dumb. She's yeah, no, all these people of a certain status get best treatment. It's like that. What is his name? The Massimo guy, the guy with the, the one that they bought their kid into college. He's already yeah, out of prison. On on Becky. Yeah, he's out of prison already. He's out. Like it's, it's like, what do you know? Guaranteed, if it was an everyday Joe, they would be in there for Thanks. fucking life. Thanks, for justice system. Thirty years, bang up Easy. job, justice system. Yeah, he's out. I'm oh, house arrest c- in his mansion. I'm real cynical right now, if you can't tell. <laughs> oh, let's guys. Yeah, you know what? That's a good segue. Uh, the justice system. So, also, what has been going on very recently? Is um okay, so I do want to end that though. Matt gets look at the story with him, very important what's going on. Just don't shy away. Also, look at the Andrew Como yeah. thing, too. That's very strange. I don't I don't know why he hasn't resigned based on all the backlash he's getting from everyone. It For Matt gets is, in, is doing the same thing. They're both doing the same thing where they're just like, Yeah, I know I understand everyone wants me to resign, but I'm not gonna. And it's like yeah. they really just don't care. It's just strange on on it's just fucking strange. I don't get what's uh, going on. Um, we'll see. It's always this is one surprise or one weird thing happening after the other lately. Yeah. So 
it just keeps going. But maybe, hey, yeah. you know, we're not talking about the Biden presidency. Maybe that's why keeping things on that side of things, you know, don't talk about what's going on with, you know, the border still not being open to Mexico. Yeah. So you can't Ex- get except, these kids. Except that one camp. spot. Yeah. Except yeah. that one spot. <laughs> justice system. Let's segue to that because I feel like yeah. this is another one that's just going to. This trial. Get um, us. The trial of uh, the George Derek Floyd. Chauvin. Yeah, the uh, officer who had his knee on uh, George Floyd's neck, killing him, uh, murdering him. He is on um, trial. Yeah, and I think it's and important to say to you, skeptic. which is what uh, George Floyd's attorney said to I believe they held a press conference and he said this to you. He said, um, I want this to be known as the Derek Chauvin trial. This is not yeah. the George Floyd trial. George Floyd is not on trial. Exactly. Right now. Yet, what we're about to talk about is going to seem otherwise, um, because that seems to be what the uh, defense is playing at. Is it defense? Prosecution. The prosecution is, they're prosecuting Derek Chauvin. So Derek Chauvin's yeah. defense. I just want to make sure I'm getting that right. So, because <laughs> I'm going to be saying it a lot, and I'm just saying the wrong, wrong fucking thing the whole time. Um, so the defense is going to be using that. They're going to be using George Floyd's character, his past, um, not even his behavior at, on that day, but yeah, it's, it's drug it's, it's use, <laughs> drug it's, use. So, so he's been it, on trial, and uh, what it's been like a week since it started. Has it been a week? Um. And they have had a lot of testimonies this past week. Uh, people who were witnesses, who called the cops, who actually called the police, people that interacted with George Floyd, uh, people that George Floyd knew. I think George Floyd's girlfriend uh, was even one of the testimonies. Um, it's incredibly heartbreaking to watch. Uh, some of these testimonies, as you can see that, you know, these people, you know, these people witnessed somebody get killed. Um, I'm sure they didn't think they were going to, but they did. I, I'm sure there was many things going through their head, which they talk about during their testimonies, but um, it's devastating. It's just devastating hearing what everyone had to say and how helpless everyone was. And it's just, I can't even imagine seeing something like that happen and having to stand on the side and not do any, like, you, there's literally nothing you can do. That's one of I, the, uh, good? No, I was just going to say, I can't imagine. That's one of the things the defense uh, kept trying to, kept trying to use, uh, was that the bystanders were the reason. Um, mm. Yeah, they couldn't things put, escalated. Uh, yeah, and that thing uh, they couldn't give the proper attention. To stupid, fucking is, uh... stupid. That's some bullshit, dude. When I when I heard that, when they said that, it was because the crowd was getting rowdy, so they couldn't give they they weren't like you just said they weren't giving the proper attention. George Floyd, proper attention. Take your fucking knee off his neck. That's the only, like. What is the proper in- attention? You don't have to pay attention to that 
Yeah, you should know you're on this guy's fucking neck for nine minutes straight. Over nine minutes. What's what? It's what Minnesota. Um, where this happened? Yeah, yeah. I believe it was in Minnesota where he's being tried. Um, that's uh pretty racist territory. I think we've talked about that before. It's not just the South, y'all. Oh yeah. Um, it's not, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, unfortunately, we see everything going on with the Asian crime. And everything like that. It's like shit. This shit's going on everywhere. And it's again, we've talked about race before and the fact that our racism before and the fact that people think it's gone or people think it's diluted. It's not. I think it's I think it's the same. It hasn't changed. Like nothing's been or addressed like, about it. Nothing's been changed, like, you uh, know. Systemic a racism. Place or you know. Yeah, exactly. It's not just in Dallas fucking Bama. It's it's it, it, down the street. It it happens all the time. It's in and Paris, it's, France. Wow. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, totally in European <laughs> Europeans. The, the, the mecca of racism. <laughs> but they like to think that that racism doesn't exist over there, or maybe they like to think that racism primarily exists in the United States. And I'm not speaking for. I'm not speaking for whole countries. I'm saying generally. This these are things that are stated by by multiple people in different countries, like. You know, that's a general point of view that racism is in America. Um, yeah, it's everywhere, though. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. And this trial, man, it's just it's ridiculous, you know, because they're, now they're, you know, they're bringing up drug use. And they're trying to say that he was um, out of control. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Ryan, myself. Uh, Ryan and myself were talking about it before we started um, about how the drug use is being heavily used and it just it's really um, conflicting Mm -hmm. for me and I'm sure for a lot of people when you're when you're trying to um, when you want the the officer and you want Chauvin to be prosecuted you know what I mean you want him to be found guilty and to have justice do its thing um and in order to do that of course you have to you have to defend or whatever um whatever george floyd's behavior was or whatever regardless of what was in his blood system like when it comes to drugs because again we've talked about it before it's a addiction is a is a disease um and a lot of people struggle with it so it's Mm -hmm. it's uh it's kind of hard to like Cause, but there are people out there who are just straight up don't care and are just hard users. You know what I mean? And and they're just horrible people who are users. You know what I mean? But there are people who just struggle with addiction. Yeah. And yeah. it sucks that you have to defend it because I don't know what kind of man George Floyd was. You know what I mean? I don't know who he was. Um But yeah, it has nothing, the drug use, it has nothing to do with the actual murder, you know what I mean? The knee on the neck that has nothing to do with, regardless of his state of mind or what was in his blood. So it sucks that that has to be brought into the conversation um, mm-hmm. when it's not necessary, in my opinion. But I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, it's. I mean, that is something that's. It's not necessary, but that's something that any type of defense attorney is. You know, they're going to use that. You know, they're going to use that because it's something they could do to assassinate the character of somebody, and that's. Yeah. 
easiest way to do that. I mean, if you were to put me on trial, they'd be like, oh, this motherfucker smokes weed. Like that's a, you know, that's going to be, that'll be brought up, you know, type of thing. Yeah, like definitely. It's, it's, yeah. Whatever you do is your, is your vice, you know, it's I just that's hope these, whatever you do. I just hope that these jurors are, are idiots. You know what I mean? I know that I remember seeing something. There was, I think three um, people of color on the juror. On the, three on the, whole? I think three so. Whole? I believe it was three. Let me just double check here. Three whole ass people of color. Ooh. You Let's go, see. jury. You go, Chauvin jury. Okay. Eight are white, four are black. That's what the that's what this says here. How do you know? And they're all from Minnesota. And two are mixed race. Okay. So <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I again, I've seen Twelve Angry Man, bro. I know Twelve Angry yeah. Man. I know that I, done, we did Twelve Angry. Yeah, yeah, I played. Yeah, I played. I played a Twelve. I wasn't the angry one, but I, I we played a Twelve Angry Man. Um, yeah. I was the more. I was the more passive one, and I was. I was kind of the voice of reason. <laughs> I was the nerdy guy. Piglet, <laughs> oh, piglet. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. the baseball guy who had those tickets. Who just had to get <laughs> I got out these of there. Tickets to the game. I got to <laughs> listen. I got these tickets. I give you one of them. Blah blah blah. We can go enjoy Let's the game. Get, get a dog. Here. Get a beer. Just Come guilty. on. Get out of here. It's hot. It's hot in here. Yeah. I gotta open the window. Uh, it's so hot. We got to use. We got to use cigarettes as props. Yeah. <laughs> they. But I know that juror selection. I know that that shit is incredibly important. So. I I'm very interesting. Well, like, I mean, it sounds like a jury of you know yeah, uh, of a mixed white, selection, so. which is no. I but I think the I think the majority are you know quote unquote mixed. What that means, I don't know. I mean, it's I mean this a is majority. four black, two mixed, six white. Uh, but it yeah, like I said, it's a, a a jury of your peers. So yeah, yeah, white people. I mean, well, more white yeah, people. Yeah, those are his, those are his peers, right? Half and half. Yeah, I just don't know. Again. Um, I don't know. Again, they, 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 and with one of the other witnesses, they try to, they try to paint in a, uh, you know, the aggressive black man type of, yeah. uh, fucking portrait, which is so apparent, um, because they're going over what this man said in the altercation, like while everything was going down, he was one of the bystanders. And of course, you know, as I, as I explained earlier, you know, all these people watched someone get killed they have to live with that for the rest of their lives as as much as we are talking about this as a spectacle as much as uh, it has you know blown up into a much bigger thing these bystanders watched somebody die they actually watched them die turn the footage over and over on all these channels um they're letting them say fuck on cnn (laughs) Like in the morning, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. I think, and and it's it's well. I mean, again, the they share that grief and they see that every day because it hasn't gone away. And it's again so prominent right now with what's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement, with the reform of police departments, which is happening. It's like you know starting to happen in some police departments. They're starting to reallocate funds to more. Um, 
more like uh, uh, well-being, like um, responses as a po- as opposed to defensive. I guess I should say, like they're 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 starting to do make small small steps to it, but they're they're making steps. Yeah. Um, in yeah, some exactly. areas, um, so they're not. It's not something that they can just forget. You know, these people that witness this, and so seeing them on the stand testifying. It's um, it was heartbreaking because they were all, every one of them broke down in some way, uh, yeah. except for that one guy, that one guy who they were trying so hard to paint out to be that angry black man, and he was yeah, he just was like, cool as a cucumber." He uh, his response was so perfect. He uh, he literally, this is exactly what he said, because uh, they kept saying. Is it fair to say that you grew angrier and angrier? Your comments grew angrier and angrier uh, through each passing moment. And he said, I was really just trying to keep my professionalism and make sure I speak out for Floyd's life because I felt like he was in very much danger. And so, again, they kept trying to paint him uh, because again, at that point, they're trying to say that the 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 bystanders um, were a cause in death, um, played a part in in his not having the full attention of the officers, yeah. which and uh, it's it's so it's so obvious what they're trying to do with the angry black man thing, but mm-hmm. the sad thing is that it's actually gonna work for some people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It, some people will see that obvious, and they'll be like, oh, it's I'd be terrified. But yeah, some other people will actually fall for that. So that's I'm really hoping these jurors aren't those kind of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that um I believe there was a firefighter that showed up. Uh that testified as well. Uh is it Genevieve Henson? Is it EMT? Uh, firefighter and certified EMT um, was out for a walk on her day off and she happened to be there. She apparently wanted to uh, provide aid to George Floyd through the ordeal. Uh, the police would not allow her. Um, she asked the police to check Floyd for a pulse. They refused. This is prior to him being put into the ambulance. So he had already lost consciousness, I'm assuming, at this point. Um, they tried, you know, she, she was trying to help the situation in a, what seems like a very calm manner. The fact mm-hmm. that she was trying to provide medical aid to someone who she deemed d- needed medical aid. And, and she works in that in that city you know what i mean like she works she's verified or certified for that city she knows what she's talking about type of thing so it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how how like how are you gonna how are they gonna spin this how's the defense gonna spin that and lo and behold they did try to like discredit her Mm -hmm. she yeah she said i i tried calm reasoning i tried to be assertive i pled i was desperate uh, I was desperate to give help, is what she said. I'm quoting her because I'm reading it based off of what, what she said there. Um, and then she did say, I, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone die in front of you, but it's very upsetting, she told the defense lawyer as they were you know, grilling her about that. 
Yeah. Um, it's just sad. It's sad because they have, you know, there was also that 61-year-old guy, um, Charles McMillan, who like was brought to tears as he was trying to, because they had him relive in the moments and, yeah. and everything he was like saying in the video. Because what they were doing for which, each, which, each, which with each of these or with hers, with each of these testimonies, they were trying to paint the crowd out to be uh, unruly, and so they were going over each of their statements, like statement by statement, each one of them, and like breaking it down. They're like, "Oh, you said this, this, and this." What did you mean by that? Why did you say that type of thing? And they would break it down like literally second by second and had them reviewing the audio and I believe video too. And so again, I just want to point out these people already went through a lot of trauma or just reliving it um, in detail, in full detail. Uh, and this guy broke down. Uh, they like, apologized. He had to get, you know, handed you know, box of tissues there because he just couldn't, he couldn't speak about it too, too much. Uh, without breaking down. Um, it's just sad. He said he, he felt helpless. Um, he said, like, when he, when he heard Floyd calling out for his mom, like, he just... That's, that's when he broke down, I believe, in the testimony when he started talking about that, because that was... One of the last things George Floyd said, uh, he was calling out for his mom, which is incredibly sad to be, to be say the least. And a lot more like witnesses, mm-hmm. like involved with the trial than I expected there to be. It was like I was like, damn! Like when there was always some a brand new yeah. person, I was like, oh my god! Like this is yeah, they had trial. a lot. And 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 then okay, so then that's a good segue to the the next witness that I was incredibly surprised to hear that they were even calling. I didn't I didn't see this until today because I knew that they were calling him as a witness, but I didn't see what his testimony was. Um, was the police chief? So they yeah. called the police chief uh, there, including a couple other uh, uh, deputies, I believe, um, other other people from the force um, that kind of corroborated what the police chief ended up saying. But the police chief, and it's ended up saying that his actions were totally uncalled for and unnecessary. That Floyd Chauvin. was handcuffed. Yeah, Chauvin's. That Floyd was handcuffed and in a prone position. This is yeah, um, to, Minneapolis uh, Police Lieutenant Richard Zimmerman. <laughs> Tough uh, name to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he agreed. You know, it's it's not it, what he did was totally unnecessary. Chauvin's chief, you know, that's just so you guys know. Um, yes. And the defense tried to paint it as tried to paint him, the chief of police, as uh, outdated his methods, even though mm-hmm. he gets trained, updated annually every time they update their training well he said annually i believe so every every year Mm -hmm. so of course he's not just referring to when he was in the academy like in the 80s and why would you regress training like not allow certain like lethal things but then allow it that makes no sense so this defense team is really sloppy 
the defense also tried to say that he had limited use of force experience on like on the uh-huh. streets uh-huh. Uh, because he was an investigator prior to being a <laughs> lieutenant and he was not a patrol officer. Mm. So the comparison is, is there that he didn't have, you know, he doesn't have enough experience. He doesn't know what it's like. Yeah. He doesn't this know what it's ridiculous. like. This is and ridiculous. that's, and this is somebody like, he's the fucking police chief, lieutenant. Like, what, I don't understand how you could use that against a police lieutenant. It's like, he's, he he's got the job to oversee this. You understand that, like what you, whether or not you think he had enough time on the force or not, or like you know as a patrol officer because he wasn't a patrol officer; he was an investigator. Well, so that means that that means he that means he got. I mean, he got more brains than bronze. That's what you're saying with that comment. He doesn't know what it's like to be a patrol officer. He, he was an investigator. For that period, it worked his way up from investigator. Investigators are very intuitive; they know very much because they're. I only know this because I know people that have gone into law enforcement. I know that there's a rigorous uh, exam process to become an investigator, specifically from just a standard patrol officer. It's not something like, "Oh, I put in my years and I do this." It's not like what you see in the movies. Like you got to pass written tests, exams, like all this stuff. And so to discredit him by saying just because he wasn't a patrol officer, he doesn't understand the use of force that's necessary is ridiculous. Because if that's the case, you could discredit 50% of the police force then. Yeah. Like what probably, is, like what are you, like, yeah. So like what, I, I just don't get that. I don't get it. That just doesn't make sense. Well, and I just I'm found out surprised. about that. It's a trial, today, so. you know, and then can't, you can't blame them. It's a trial, so it is. Pull but it's tricks. pull all the tricks, all the aces out of the hat, all the sleeves or whatever. <laughs> it's just, um, you know, it's just, it's just wild because it's, it's. I mean, it just seems so cut and dry. Yeah, one would think, but that's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, country. yeah, obviously. I mean, this motherfucker was. Just kneeling on his neck while he was unconscious already. There's no well, need to do anything. Fucking MMA fighters don't do that. You know, once somebody gets knocked out and in a fucking MMA fight, MMA fight, it's like MMA. as soon as he gets if as soon as he gets knocked out, they're like, all right, call the rev, get him out, get this, like it's like, okay, get him up, make sure he's good. Yeah. Like as soon as he's out. Yet with this, it's just like continuous. And he was already out. There's no need to do it. They're taking their uh the Easter break, so we're gonna have to wait till oh are they tomorrow yeah to see what's going on with this trial. Yeah, they took a break Friday. Uh, they ended at like I guess it was around noon here, so it was like after like early afternoon or late afternoon over there by then. So yeah, they're like yeah we'll resume on Monday. It's like well, let's see. Yeah, um, I do want to end end it with this. One of my favorite parts of the testimonies, which is um, when they were trying to make out uh, paint that that uh, witness to be the angry black man, they stated, "You called Derek Chauvin a fucking pussy ass bitch, and did you not?" And they were questioning on him on again the words he used, phrases, tone, whatever. 
He said, yes, I did. And I meant every word. I loved that because they're, they're trying, they're trying to paint him like, like his anger got a hold of him, but that it wasn't the situation that made him angry. They're trying to make it seem like he was, he already had this anger <laughs> before the situation, but it's weird. Cause like it's, it's really strange. The defense attorneys are very strange here. Um, how they're trying to use the crowd. I don't, I don't understand that tactic, but well, I guess that's all they got. So we'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah. See what happens with that. Let's, um, let's talk about, let's talk about us. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about everyone. Let's talk about the human experience. People, people, representation. And I'm not talking about like eth- ethnic representation. I'm talking about, well, it can't be. It can be ethnic representation. Well, I was thinking more about like your, your talent agent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not, not talking about that. I'm talking about how you represent yourself, how people represent themselves. Um, I think primarily, um, a big source of, of, of representation, at least in my eyes, because it's more visual, is um, well, it would be visual representation. So it goes kind of again what we were talking about just in the beginning of naming things like your clothes, your uh, facial hair, your in this case, down nowadays, your mask. Uh, your <laughs> in your car that you drive, um, like I, I don't know. I think I feel like that is a primary of uh, like source of rec- uh That's a primary source of how people represent themselves is their clothes, and I think that's the easiest one to hone in on first. So there's so many. I, I feel like. The clothes that you wear, obviously on a subconscious, but also a very conscious level you choose are are very representative of yourself. I don't know. Maybe it's just me that I feel like that is a big part of it because you could, you could not say anything to anybody. And the only way that you're really repping yourself is what you're wearing or how you hold yourself. Yeah, I uh I am very big on that. Um I consciously, you know, am into clothes and fashion, you know what I mean? Um and I I know I know what I'm doing. I know why I why I dress maybe more extravagantly or flashy sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I I do it because I like it. I don't see it as a status thing because I could wear some ratty old thing and make it look real good. I just personally dig fashion, but I do know a lot of people use it as a status thing, you know, like with the labels and mm-hmm. the, the, the trends and all that, which I am completely like, do your thing. I yeah. don't do that. I don't get it. I don't care about labels. It's nice to have good quality stuff. But I definitely don't want some designer's name plastered on everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I yeah, I dig the fashion. I, I like to use it as a representation of myself in a way of creativity more 
rather than status and and how balling i am you know but yeah, yeah people people do use it uh I th- in a that, in a real and i think i think too, way, yeah and i think that too that's exactly what i was going to say i think that too that can be looked at in the opposite end into where people where that maybe is not how you represent yourself but people will see that is how you yeah. represent yourself. it's not necessarily how you perceive it it's how other people perceive what you have i guess in in that sense of like a car or like a specific car or cl- like you yeah. said uh you're wearing the brands you know i don't own one fucking gucci thing but i know that somebody walks out with gucci somebody can see that person and be like oh wow that guy's wearing gucci type of thing i know it sounds stupid but that's like yeah, but that's, that's what i mean like, it's, it's not yeah it could it, it's not necessarily what i'm choosing to represent myself but what other people think represent me yeah. It falls into um, uh, well, that was expensive. They they had money to spend a lot of money to spend on that, which mm-hmm. falls into class. It's like oh, they probably make a lot of money, or they're, they're someone they're involved with makes a lot. Of, you know, it just it's it 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 creates this web of mm-hmm. um, ideas and and thoughts that surround it. Yeah, and it's interesting That's because air glasses, you know. Yeah, and it's interesting that when um. I kind of thought about like talking about this is that it's I was watching this YouTube series. I randomly stumbled. It's not even like a crazy popular one. Nothing like that. It's like really low quality made thing and it's nothing flashy or anything. And it's just this uh, this guy goes and he asks people what they're listening to in different parts of the world. And um, that like started getting me think because I just I would watch it and it's just like r- random people. He's just sitting there on the street. I'll walk up to him and be like, excuse me, what are you listening to right now? And then they'll give him the artist and the, the, the song name and he'll play a sample of it. And then we'll go to the next person and be like, what are you listening to? And it's like throughout his day, he does it in like Amsterdam, fucking uh, like Britain. He does it in uh, Seattle, uh, New York, uh, LA. Like he does it all over. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily him because it was kind of suggested videos. And so, but they were all kind of very much the same. Um, but I felt like that was like that started to get me like really thinking like I thought it was so cool because a lot of the YouTube comments were saying as well, like it's so um, it's so interesting to be able to to know something about someone based on their music choice. And I feel like I definitely feel that way. I don't know if, it, if, if it's not everyone feels that way, but I feel like knowing what somebody listens to as far as music goes, you can get a you're not going to know the person, you know, you're not going to know their fucking pin code or anything like that, but you're going to know, I mean, you're not going to know specifics, but you're going to know something about them because I feel like your music selection or what you choose to listen to when you're just fucking walking around either says a lot about you or it doesn't, it can go either way. And that's how it was with some of the people they were listening to. They was like, Oh, you, they would laugh about it. Cause they'd be like, Oh, you caught me on a weird day. I'm listening to Taylor Swift right now. And they're like, oh, you caught, oh, like I'm listening to the Dixie Chicks right now. And then they're like, it just came on shuffle. But then some people were just like very proud of what they were listening to. And I think that you could tell a lot um, just by those little things. And again, it's more of an outside perspective than it is necessarily an inside because that could not be the case. It could just be fucking listening to something for the first time. We just don't know it. Or wearing something for the first time we just don't know our greatest 
their greatest hits album. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Or like a Stax oh, record yeah. collection album. <laughs> you know, it's just like 800 that's artists. A that's what a lot of people also do on on in another situation with music is, you know, like the band shirts just to mm-hmm. perceive, just to perceive a certain, I guess, uh, personality outwardly yeah like they want yeah they want people to think oh they're a metalhead or something you know what i mean so it works both ways like some people it manipulate it manipulate it to seem as if that's who they are when it's not the case sometimes but is that not what they want to represent them i mean that's still yeah. their choice i mean it's yeah, still you do what, yeah that's exactly it's like that's when people hate when the when the quote Unquote, unquote, real fans get all heated <laughs> and angry about people. Oh, who, oh, do you do you even read? Like, yeah, shut up. Let let people do whatever they want. Like, I really do not care. Like, getting older, I'm very appreciative of of how how more much more chill I've become. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Individualism. No, yeah. I mean, I've I've become very much appreciative of individualism. Like, oh everyone's their self everyone's gonna yeah. you know people are gonna do what they're gonna do uh it does not affect me if you're wearing if you're wearing a metallica shirt and you don't listen to metallica i don't give a shit like <laughs> yeah i mean i may <clears throat> i may i may bring something up this did happen to one of my old jobs uh, my manager was wearing a uh, a strokes shirt mm-hmm. and um the Strokes are like one of my favorite bands. I love The Strokes, and uh, I I asked him, like he came by and he was wearing I was wearing a shirt, and I was like, "Ah, oh, dude, I love The Strokes." I was like, "What's your favorite song?" <laughs> and I I don't know I don't know the situation. I didn't clarify anything with him. I felt so bad because <laughs> he sat there legit for like a minute trying to think of a song because it was funny because it wasn't it wasn't like that wasn't the first thing i said like i was like oh i love the strokes he's like oh yeah me too i was like they're like my favorite band and he was like oh yeah i love them too they were so fucking awesome i grew up listening to it type of thing and then i asked him that question and it was like you knew what you were doing and I was no, because I wanted to actually. T- I asked him because I wanted to ask him because I have a specific song that I love by the Stroke. I love Be- yeah. Between Love and Hate. This is one of my favorite there's, songs by the Strokes. I love yeah, so much too. There's too many. There's too many. Like yeah, you want to, uh, to ask someone I, their favorite. <laughs> but he couldn't. He was funny because I asked him that, and he sat there, and he was like, <laughs> "Wait, you're working? And, and I, you're you're working? You're not working from home anymore?" No, no, this was this was like two years ago. This is at a, oh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Old job. And and he sat there and he was like, I can't think of any I can't think of any right now. So he's yeah, like, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, You're good. <laughs> and then he walked away and I felt so bad. And I like Texas Stacy. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I put my manager on the spot. Thinking uh-huh. that he was a fan of the band shirt he was wearing, you're, I don't. You're pretty much. Was. You're pretty much calling him a poser. You knew what you're doing. You're one of those. I dudes. didn't though. <laughs> no, but I didn't. I was honestly just trying to. 
I was just trying to talk to him about it because I saw he was wearing the shirt and I was just like, oh, I love the joke. But again, it's it's just one of that, that goes to show you that there are people that are that do that. And it's fine. That's completely fine. You know, I get a shirt because I love the graphics on the shirt. And if it yeah. could just, you know, I don't it doesn't represent me just because I like yeah, the fucking graphics on it. And they're just like, oh, that's a so-and-so shirt. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I, it's fine. And like, I like the way it looks. It's a cool shirt. So I don't blame yeah, them, but. Of, yeah. A lot of it's, uh, you know, clothes, like fashion-based, which is, uh, we, we touched on before, like, um, the Fred, it also, like, really hurts certain images sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Certain things, like uh, like I mentioned in a previous episode, fred perry polos they're really expensive they're this british company and i'm really into it it's a it's a it's a punk uh culture uh skinhead culture ska culture type thing mm-hmm. uh, um uh and it had been hijacked by uh the proud boys because it's their uniform the the yellow and black one anyway so it's like now a lot of people can't wear it without being associated with that our same would go with red suspenders. Uh, you know, you can't wear your punk clothes without being associated with being a Nazi or a neo-Nazi or, you know, negative. Head. Yeah, where, a lot of things. Representation, like, it's a real thing. And, like, some people use it in certain ways to manipulate certain things. Some people are oblivious of the whole thing altogether. Yeah, that's very true. And that's, again, that goes to those people that, like, again, you, you get a shirt because you like what the way it looks. You don't yeah. get it because the brand, you know, the brand doesn't represent you. It's well, I mean, and in those cases, um, I don't know. And I think it's, I think it's very interesting though, because again, with the, with the music thing, it's that to me is very, uh, a key proponent in understanding people because music is, uh, the universal language. It's something that, you know, it was interesting because a lot of the people that they were interviewing in in those videos are like in, in like Italy when they're in different parts of the country. They're listening to like American artists, not, you know, obviously, you know, American artists is going to get more coverage in America and, you know, entertainment industry is huge out here and so forth with that. But yeah. it, it's it was interesting to see somebody who barely spoke English be listening to a similar artist that. I would listen to are like, and, and I think to find that connection, I think makes us feel like we understand them a little bit, that person just a little bit. So I think it goes back to not necessarily how you're representing yourself, but how people see that you're representing yourself. And again, I mean, a lot of things go back to that. It's just like, Oh, you know, you're, you're, you are the company you keep is another one. You know, you, you, the way you represent yourself, um, socially is or i wouldn't say the way you represent yourself but who you hang out with socially is how you represent yourself as well you know that well in other people's eyes yeah because i totally disagree with yes oh i do too i think like i you know i've made i've made plenty of friends in many different like cliques whatever like i've (laughs) i've I've especially when I went to summer school, dude, I was like talking to the, I was talking to the, the people that would hang out at, at specific tables at our school. Our table was uh, was a racially charged uh, school in, in a lot of moments of its history and, and, and us being there, too. Um, 
They had and I made friends with a lot of Nazis. people. That... We had Nazis at our school, y'all. Like we did. Yeah, we did. And they knew, and the teachers knew. They it flat was out ridiculous. Knew. They flat oh. out knew. The only teacher that I knew that was like, um, that didn't have any of that shit was uh, Mr. Woods. This is my psych teacher. And I knew he didn't have that shit because I was actually in the class with one of those neo-Nazi guys. That mm-hmm. big, I don't want to say his name, but actually you can say his name. His name's fucking, was it Paul? I think it was Paul. Yeah, I remember him. He uh, never gave me any trouble, dude. that's for sure. And, um, or was it getting to that? Oh yeah, so the people that you, the company you keep, you know, a lot of people think, again, I think that's on the flip side of it though. I think that's more of what outsiders believe represents you because that's who they that's what they see visually as far as like your surrounding team it's just a back it's an it's an outdated way of thinking it's an old thing it is (laughs) yeah no it actually it totally is because that's something like you would say like oh you're hanging around those potheads you're gonna yeah Yeah. you're not gonna get anywhere in life you know like that you know it's it is totally a very outdated thing but i think people still do it people still think it People still say it to me, and I'm like, every time people say it, it, I'm just like, they, they it gets handed down generation to generation. That's why you got these young, uh, these young kids doing all this crazy crap. You know what I mean? When it comes to politics and stuff, it's like, um, that. That's, but yeah, I think it also that's goes your into grandpa. That comes from your grandpa. You know what I mean? I think it's unfortunately fueling a lot of people to make friends in areas where they don't or shouldn't like i'm um, like this is that whole thing going on with james charles who is a s- social influencer as well as like a makeup artist like he has a makeup line and shit like that he's being heavily scrutinized for grooming young kids at the yeah. age of like 16 and that falls into that as well be- because you know if you're told it's the company you keep as far as where you're going to go in life type of thing these these kids that that look up to that tend to want to be with those kinds of people. Those kinds of people aren't always the best people, you know? And it's, I mean, like social media influencers, things like that. I mean, you're looking at things with David Dobrik coming out. You're looking at things with many different types of, many different YouTubers and influencers going out um, are coming out where, where they are, they are very much influencing the younger culture into thinking like, that's the lifestyle I want. Those are the people I need to get in touch with to be with that life so this this is how these people need to act or be like in order for me to to be like that and i think it's totally outdated and i think it's sad that um i think it's sad that people will think they need that for represent for to represent them yeah. uh you don't need friends to represent you you don't need any friends yeah, uh, <laughs> like you don't need you friends. Don't, you 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 choose. You do whatever you want. If you're not bothering anybody, if you're not harming anybody, you're minding your own business. I do whatever. You know what I mean? If you're not, mm-hmm. if you're being a decent human being, you know what I mean. Yeah, I have plenty but of like, fucked up friends, and they're going through their shit just as much as every other human being is going through their shit. Yeah, that they don't have. You know, my friends don't have to be perfect. I'm not expecting my friends to all have a law degree or, you know, went to college or fucking have a nine to five job, the same as me, or, you know, be in the same 
I, I don't even know, like field of work or anything like that. Like I don't expect rocking, that. rocking a Prada or anything, you know. Yeah, <laughs> driving I, driving that Lambo. And like, I feel I like that's care. like a thing. I feel like that's totally a thing because I've known people that I've grown up with, and then seen them branch out into different parts of different cliques of society, I should say, and I've seen people change. You know, like I've seen people go from A to fucking Z. Like I've seen them <laughs> switch like that because of who they're around or, you know, and, and again, I'm not nothing against any of those people because that's their progression in life. That's what they're choosing to do. That's to each their own. That's, you know, you know, like you said, you're not harming anybody. Then do what you got to do. Hang out with people you want to hang out with. That's cool. Yeah. But I've seen it happen for possibly for beneficial reasons not our superficial and beneficial reasons not necessarily just because because i know these people that i'm talking about specifically like i i know these people and i know that they're not the type of people to to be like those people that they hang out with um and i'm not talking about one specific person i know plenty of people that have done this and which i don't really who i don't really talk to anymore as it's because you know i wasn't i didn't match that level of of uh i didn't pass the i didn't pass the exam to to <laughs> to be included in that in that friendship i guess uh and that's and again that's that's totally fine because that's not how i perceive uh friendships but unfortunately you know i i, I think there is some kind of truth to your friends represent you in a way but I think people more hang on the visual and successful aspect of that uh, yeah. socially um, as well as financially um, on that, as opposed to personal. Um, I would say a lot of my friends that I have are very much connected with me on a personal level, as opposed to like, I would say all of my friends are vastly different. And but but on a personal level, I'm friends with like a lot of people that I that I'm friends with. I I believe I, I I'm friends with them because I know that they are there. They're the type of people that will be there for you if you need them. Um, again, not saying people don't choose that as their friends or to, to represent them, but I, I think that majority is is for social reasons for you know. Aesthetic reasons. I don't know. I can't speak on that because I don't know what that is. I don't. I. I don't do that, so I don't know. Um, it's it's majority like just the masses or a lot of other people, general people, the general population just have these these uh ideas that have been manufactured. (laughs) Yeah, just just in the system. Yeah, and I mean celebrities are the same way. It's the same thing with celebrities. I mean, celebrities got to be friends with celebrities, and I may mean, understand that because they're the only ones that know what they're going through. They're the only ones that can understand that lifestyle. So it's it's again, there are situations where I feel like, yeah, it's it's definitely there where you you kind of need to go that route to choose those friends specifically represent you because they're the only ones that can understand you, but. I don't know. It's real. It's really interesting because I do think that that is a very outdated way of looking at it because it's not. I really don't think it's. It's that easy, with with yeah, that, because that could tie into family as well. You know. Oh you yeah. Know, oh fuck how yeah. Your dude. Rep- but it's like yeah no like I can t- for one I can tell you this 
from my from my mouth right now. No one in my family, I don't, I don't represent any of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I am yeah. an individual. Uh, yeah. Yes, you are. But a lot of a lot of people use a family as a representation too. You know, like rich folks who like to oh, cling yeah. on to their their name or use Fucking their name elite. for yeah. Fucking Chet Hanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are not gonna talk about Chet Hanks. <laughs> no, but I think that that's a great point because I feel like again, it's. I don't know. I, I think that that part of it is very interesting to choose to choose individuals to represent you. Um, to me is very interesting. That's that's an interesting part of this topic. Um, I think that that does or is very prominent when you choose um, like your lover or your mate. I feel like that is very prominent. You know, you, who you choose on that end, I think, does say a lot about you. Um, obviously on a personal level, probably more intimate than you would expose to other people or to just everyone. It would probably be more intimate between you and your lover. But I feel like that's something that I definitely think represents you. But again, it's on a personal level of how you feel and how they feel and how you guys feel about each other. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that that's a very interesting aspect about representation there, like what represents you. But um what if you so if you were to choose something to lighten it up just a little bit because i feel like we're so fucking we get so heavy sometimes in this shit we're just like it's just questions on questions so philosophical this is what this this is what you get listeners <laughs> um if you were to choose something to represent you anything it would be a song a movie um a hairstyle clothing choice or you know like anything what would you want to represent you uh more than anything if you were to choose something uh i don't know if there's a cop-out answer um my words you know what i mean my voice what I, i what i say represents me represents me you no one can tell no one can say anything. You know? <laughs> no, I agree. And it's funny I, that you said I, that because we didn't get to that. We did not get to that part of representation. Um, and I was going to say my actions. So it's funny that you said because I was listing off all of those kind of material-ish type of things to yeah. kind of bait you into maybe choosing one of those. Because uh, I was nice just try. because I was because I was going to say actions. But the fact that you said your words and I was going to say my actions and it's funny that we didn't even get to that part of it because I feel like I feel like overall that is what represents us as far as a people or people in general is our words and actions yeah. combined to do there is because yeah you could be wearing whatever the fuck you're wearing listening to whatever the fuck you're listening to yeah it may have some draw to your personality but I really think at the end of the day words and actions are what without a doubt represent us and they go and they go hand in hand because um some people can say stuff all day but unless they their actions match it and their Mm -hmm. words are empty and likewise people can act do can uh, perform certain actions or behave certain ways and someone can say oh they're this like this is what they are and they can sort of be like no 
they use their words but like no that's not who i am that doesn't represent me that's just what i do sometimes you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so exactly. yeah actions and words go hand in hand when it comes to yeah. what represents you in my opinion and i feel like again i feel like it's that's an interesting we're already at like an hour and seven here so that's an interesting note yeah. to end the episode on because i feel like that is really truly what represents us and i feel like that everything we talked about prior are things that that more the outside perspective looking in sees as far as what representation is yeah, shown as yeah what's generally perceived as representation yeah but i think truly what what represents individuals is their individual voice is their individual you know actions that they yeah, make um definitely. yeah i really i really liked that conversation a lot i yeah. um and it was something that just kind of came up randomly. I mean, normally we, we'll kind of come up with a topic, hopefully midweek if we're lucky, uh, yeah. midweek before, like a couple of days before we, we do our episode. But um, this one was kind of very last minute, and I very much enjoyed um, that topic a lot. I may want to revisit that at some point, too, because I feel like we didn't even touch on art. Oh, uh, yeah, just, yeah. And there's much so like much to say about that. Yeah, much like with all of our all of our episodes, all of our topics, we can always always expand expand expound more on on what we're mm -hmm. talking about or delve deeper into the topics or conversation. But you know, absolutely, it's we have uh, we can't we can't be on here forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a certain amount of recording time on this thing. I think <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and and staying yeah. here with us through this conversation through our, our politics that we seem to always get into there we, we're definitely yeah. a political social uh, uh podcast here and yeah we're definitely wearing our colors real true here uh -huh. uh, so yeah hopefully uh you guys enjoy it you guys know where to find us on the social medias we're all across the board lazy days podcast uh you can mm -hmm. check out our youtube lazy days media their youtube videos um make sure you like and like and follow and subscribe to your platforms whatever it is because it really Please. helps our uh our listenership and our, anal and our analytics and all that. Um, it definitely you're listening, does. You're, you're listening anyway. Just, just, just follow. <laughs> the button. Do that with yeah. do that with artists. You ever go on Spotify and yeah. if you're an artist that you like that's brand new, hit the follow button, y'all. Yeah, yeah, you ain't doing that. Helps. You're not. Yeah, it helps. It helps them, but it also helps your algorithm for you know what music is being suggested to you as well because it looks at yeah. Spotify looks at that shit too. Um, but yeah, like. I appreciate you guys for listening, liking, commenting, subscribing, however you guys want to go about uh, reaching Thanks, out to us. Do so, please. We we love interaction. We're not getting any interaction, but we love it. <laughs> we want it. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in and, and hope to see you guys next time. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.